Dan Schaefer, you know him from the recombobulation area, uh, a guy who is always tuned into politics, and he, he prompted me the other day, he says, what do you think about this? And I thought, that's an interesting question. Dan Schaefer joining us in the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Hi, Dan. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sandy. Thanks so much for having me on the show. So you posed a question. I'm going to let you pose it, and then I've got a thought on it, but I love the fact that you're asking this because I think you're right. I think not a lot of people are thinking about it in the context of what happened in 2020, but what could happen in the aftermath of 2024. What was the question that you posed? Yeah, so, you know, with the debate coming up in Milwaukee, now less than two weeks from today, you know, that we're going to start seeing the bright lights turn to uh, the 2024 Republican presidential primary. And what I wrote in my column at the Recombobulation Area this week is what I consider to be the biggest 2024 Republican presidential primary story that no one is talking about, which is this, which is that even if, the, even if Donald Trump legitimately loses, he's never going to concede, right? We saw in 2020 that he never conceded defeat to Joe Biden. He's tried all sorts of myriad of ways to overturn the election, culminating of course, in the insurrection on January 6th. But nobody seems to be talking about this in terms of, in the context of this particular primary. You know, we're looking to this debate for an opportunity for, you know, to see the message from the many candidates running for their Republican nomination. We're going to see if Ron DeSantis can turn his campaign around, if some of the other candidates polling in single digits can start to build some momentum. But at the same time, even if they do, even if Ron DeSantis were to turn his campaign around, win Iowa and New Hampshire, you know, bring some momentum in. Is Donald Trump going to concede at any point in this campaign? Now, it might not matter. He's, he's very, Trump is very, very far ahead in the polls right now. But I think as we start to look at the messages from these other campaigns, as we start to kind of look at the horse race of this primary, I think this is a question that the national media needs to really grapple with, and it really hasn't, which, and I think that is ultimately comes down to adjusting to this post-January 6th paradigm where donald trump even if he legitimately loses is never going to concede let me let me answer the question why would we think he would he can't accept 2020 he's still talking about it every night he's on on some program i think he was on newsmax last night i would argue that it'll be even worse and that that's the danger of a trump candidacy i, I agree with you yes he's far ahead in the polling we haven't had an actual vote cast yet and things can certainly change but leading into this debate which he has not even indicated he's going to attend and my my guess is Scott Walker, Governor Scott Walker, is saying he's going. He may. He thought he was going to attend. I don't think he's going to. I'm not of any mind that suggests Donald Trump's going to go down any easier than he did in 2020, which is not at all. I think that's the logical explanation. And then we have a bigger question, Dan. What, as a country, what do we do about this? We have a, a candidate who will not accept defeats. Crazy. I think it's a really big. I think it's such a big issue going into this, and we saw in the news. I believe it was last night in, a, in an interview that Trump had, uh, I believe it was on Newsmax, or saying he was not going to sign the, uh, sign the pledge to support the Republican nominee, no matter who the candidate is. Well, of course not. He's, he's, going, he's not going to accept a result, anything other than his own victory. So I think, that, you know, as we, you know, I think campaigns are, of course, more than just a horse race of it all. And, and I think, you know, it's about having a conversation about the future of the country and and whatever message that, you know, Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Vivek Ramaswamy bring to the debate stage in Milwaukee in a couple of weeks will be an important conversation. But I think looming over all of this is the fact that Trump is not going to just concede. Like if he didn't concede in 2020 after legitimately losing 
to Joe Biden, do you see any scenario where he would concede to Mike Pence or Chris Christie or any of these other candidates who are Republican nomina- running for the Republican nomination? I just don't see it. Yeah, you know, and somebody, again, like like you who pays a lot of attention to politics, I, I guess for the Republicans, the, the question they have to ask is, so how does this all sort out? We have a debate happening in, in a couple weeks. Um, he's probably not going to be there, in my opinion. Uh, we have the other candidates who are all struggling. I mean, we have seen in the last, I don't know, four months, Ron DeSantis go from probably a guy who is considered the favorite if Trump wasn't going to be the candidate to a guy who, who is reassembling his campaign staff, who has dropped in the polling. I know you're not a Republican, and I know you don't play one on TV or the radio, but what, from your perspective, how do you see this sh- shaking out? Because I, as somebody who pays attention to it, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen if it's not Trump. And if it is Trump, you asked a great question. He's not going to change his mind on any of this stuff, including 2020 or 2024. What do you see happening? Yeah, so as part of this column, I took a look at the polling averages as where they are now. And like you mentioned, the the Ron DeSantis campaign has been on a pretty steady slide since late March. They were at 30 percent in the he was at 30 percent in the polls uh, in late March. He's down to about 15 percent in the national polling averages now. Uh, none of the other candidates are above 6%. And that, you know, I, I also took a look back at the polling in 2015 to, at, at the time of the first presidential debate then. Donald Trump was also up, but he was at 22% then. He's at over 50% now. Uh, and then the other candidates, Jeb Bush and Scott Walker, were both uh, over 12%. So it's a very different dynamic than what we're seeing now. But I think, you know, with how poorly DeSantis has done in the early going here, it's, I think it's, you know... It, 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 either he has to really turn things around fast or they're going to face a similar uh, dynamic as they did eight years ago where, you know, donors and, and non-Trump cons- uh, Republicans will be kind of bouncing from candidate to candidate, never really able to coalesce around one of them. And that will just leave the door open to Donald Trump winning the nomination. Um, I know you, 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 you came on to talk about this specific question, but somebody who observes politics like you do, do you see any scenario where Joe Biden is not the candidate for, for Democrats in 2024? I really don't. I think this is, you know, I think that this time of the cycle, people want to kind of poke holes in whatever the candidacy might be. And, and this is the time of, time of the cycle where people will talk about a third party run or, you know, a dark horse candidate or something like that. But, you know, if you really look at the polling for him in the Democratic Party, I think, you know, there is, of course, worry with Biden about his age more than anything else. But I think in terms of policy and in terms of what he's done in his first term, I think Democrats pretty across the board do support uh, what he's been able to bring to the presidency. Who, who are the rising stars? I, I've heard the name Gavin Newsom. Certainly the vice president would probably have to be part of that equation. Who are the rising stars for Democrats when, when you're talking about presidential politics? Yeah, it's a good question. So uh, you're, you're thinking more, you know, it's 2028, I suppose here, right. right? So if you're, yeah, if you're looking ahead, you know, I, I think one candidate I think would be great on the national stage is Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, she has kind of brought this pragmatic progressivism to Michigan in a lot of ways. There's a really good uh, New Yorker feature that I read recently about uh, about her uh, being reelected by a double digit margin in Michigan and, and kind of really a focus on. You know, expanding rights in a lot of ways, but also really focusing on blue-collar jobs and, and expanding the economy in Michigan and turning things around. So I, I think Gretchen Whitmer would be high on my list for for uh, people, you know, running for president in 2028. 
Dan Schaefer joining us, journalist. Uh, Recombobulation area is his, what do you call it, a blog or you call it a, a column? What do you call it? It's a weekly opinion column and online publication. So I started it as just the weekly column. I uh, have since grown it into something a little bit more than that. So I, I think it's, uh, you know, and I also was the winner of the uh, Milwaukee Press Club Award for, for best blog. So maybe it's just a blog. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it, I'm fine with it. I was going to get to that because it's award-winning, and, and it's it's a number of times, so it's not like a fluke. You won, what is it, six or nine times? What is it? Uh, I've won, it's since I started the Recombobulation Area just about four years ago, I've won ten awards with it. So, yeah. Ten awards. Uh, he's gone double digits on us. Congratulations and right. thought-provoking ideas hey real quick before we let you go i want i want to get your thoughts on the the back and forth now we were talking a little bit about the wisconsin supreme court and the now moving from left-leaning to right-leaning hagerdorn is always always kind of a wild card we know that as conservatives um but um some of the latest dust up that's happening between the chief justice ziegler and the and the newest member janet protosiewicz justice janice protosiewicz and some of the other uh liberal members any any thoughts on where this is going to go yeah, I think it's, you know, we're just adjusting to a new reality. And I think, you know, some of the uh, some of the things that, that Republicans got upset with last week just seems like the type of things that typically happen when you have, you know, a new regime or, or a new majority. Uh, you know, you, you have a new governor, they're going to make some new appointments. You have a new uh, legislative leader, they're going to bring in some new processes. I, I you know, I don't really think the uh, the hysterics about, uh, the initial, you know, changes that uh, any of the liberal majority members might be making are really that big of a deal. Uh, I, I'm, you know, m- more focused on some of the the cases that might be before them. I'm really interested to see what happens with the redistricting case, which was filed less than 24 hours after Protosewitz was seated on the Supreme Court, and I think that is going to be uh, a really interesting one to watch, especially considering the timeline that they might have to meet. Uh, to get new legislative maps that uh, more fairly reflect the Wisconsin electorate. Yeah, Governor Evers brought that up as well. He, he expects that to be one of the first cases that they, they look at. So I uh, always appreciate your time, Dan Schaefer. Recombobulation area, always a great read, and I appreciate you taking the time to join our audience and join us from the Wisconsin State Fair. Thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. Dan Schaefer, another great, we have a lot of great guests today. And we're just getting warmed up. It's only... My watch, 1051. We oh. are just getting warmed up on this Thursday edition. Sandy Max, Steve's Committee, live from the Wisconsin State Fair, broadcasting from the Bank 5-9 studios at the Wisconsin State Fair.